All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 14 of the Zap Yankee Podcast. You were listening to the voices of Nick Giamonti and Richie Pagnotto. What's good, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to YouTube. And if you're listening on Spotify, welcome back to Spotify. And if you have noticed from Instagram Live, my friends, yes, I'm still wearing the same clothes because I just finished doing Instagram Live a half hour ago, recapping the MLB trade deadline. So Nick and I, we usually record on Tuesday, but both of us are busy tomorrow, so we're recording on a Monday. On a Monday. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot extra to talk about next week because we have one extra day. But, you know. If anything even happens, that's exciting tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. But, you know, how you doing, Nick? What's new, what's new with you? Not bad. Uh, my girlfriend picked up two kittens on Friday. Oh, yeah. I saw you got kittens. Why did you get kittens? They were free. How did you get a free kitten? <laughs> they were rescues. So well, they weren't really free? rescues. Or ne- the person we picked it up from, their neighbor, like neighbor's girl cat, had a litter of kittens and didn't know what to do with them. So we gave them to neighbor. And then neighbor reached out to Kelly's sister-in-law and said, hey, does anyone in your family like uh, want cats? I know you guys are a cat family. And she said, oh, well. My sister-in-law, Kelly's looking for a new cat, so there were two new ones. Wow, that's just, and you just drove up to Kipsy? Y- yeah. How no. far is that drive? Was it three hours? It was t- <laughs> It was two hours there and an hour and 20 minutes home. Okay, that's not terrible. Which I don't understand how that happened uh, an hour and 20 minutes back. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a long drive. What kind of cats are they? Uh, useless. <laughs> useless. <laughs> no idea. They're gray. Yeah, they're just, just. <laughs> one of them is Toast and one of them is Nala. Very nice. Where's Thank yours? Where's, I don't see any cats over here. He's in, the clo- he's in a closet right now. Here? Dude, right there. You're keeping a cat in a closet? <laughs> no, she's at, my gr- at Kelly's house. Oh, my God. I'll play with the if, kitty while we, if while we do I this. I had the kitten here right now, I would be ho- they would be on this podcast. And our views would go from zero to, like, a thousand. All right, Kelly, if you're listening, we're going to have to borrow a cat next week. We're going to need a cat every week. <laughs> we'll do a different one, and then we'll start integrating puppies, and we'll rotate weekly. And all Just these have a bird. Be... We can... <laughs> oh, we're, I, I think there's a goose somewhere. Oh, oh. I think there's a goose somewhere in your room, bro. <laughs> That's in the closet also. <laughs> Are you in the closet? No, I'm, I'm saying next to the closet. <laughs> yeah, a little too close. All right, um, so... <laughs> How about you? Um, yeah, nothing except, you know, just getting very frustrated all weekend with the freaking Yankees. But, you know, aside from that, I've I'm good, I guess, you know, nothing new. The gym opened up, my gym's open as of today, and I went there and I have not been this happy in months. How's that Arizona looking? This one's really good. The Cowboy Cocktail Fruit Punch. That's a really funny name. It's really good, though. Cowboy <laughs> Cocktail. Okay, okay. All right, well, while you're talk, looking at cats and iced tea, let's talk about the Yankees. So, they it's, had their it's, subway... It's fruit punch, it's not iced tea. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, Yankees and Mets finally had their subway series. After... It, was a, it was a double subway series, technically. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, finally after the Mets got, you know, their whole... COVID nonsense fixed. Well, which was quickly, which is very quick actually, because only yeah. I think only two people in the whole organization yeah. tested positive, and so you know you send them back home and you make sure nobody else tests positive, and then yeah. you go about work as usual. There's only one game left for uh, Boston now, and that is next Thursday. Mets. Uh, this Thursday. What did I say? Boston. Yep, I met the Mets. Um, that's this Thursday. 
So that should be fun. Hopefully, you know. Oh, it won't be fun. Hap is pitching. Is this at is at City Field, so that's gonna be yeah. Cool. And Hap's pitching. I just want to jump off the bridge. Um, but yeah, you know, after you know, getting uh, two losses at the hands of Atlanta, which is never fun. Uh, we're getting swept in a doubleheader, and then getting swept in another doubleheader by the Mets. It just wasn't an ideal weekend. But yeah, that, after we had our show last Tuesday, the Yankees went on to lose another four games, which yeah. made them zero and seven. And yeah, not it was, it was really not good. fun at all. And everyone was questioning, it's like, what what's going on with them now? You know, you have the Rail Riders lineup basically right now with everyone injured. Our pitching is, especially our bullpen. I mean, I remember a couple weeks ago I was raving about how good our bullpens. Yeah, been. and ever since then it's and not been good. Yeah, so our bullpen sucks really badly. Hopefully that changes. Yeah, our bullpen used to be like you know the most feared bullpen in the entire league. They went up knows. a run for like a bunch of games. Yeah, the bullpen was solid. It was great, but you know this is the only thing I'll get on Boone for, and it's what I didn't like about Girardi, and now Boone's doing it. You're pulling pitchers too early. I mean, yeah, and I mean. You can make the argument that you left Paxton in too long that game where he gave up the two back-to-back home runs after pitching six scoreless innings, 12 strikeouts. You can make that argument. That makes sense. But there's just so many games where you're just leaving these pitchers in. That you're not leaving these pitchers in. You're pulling them in the fifth inning. You're pulling them in the sixth inning. The bullpen's getting overused. Now, you can't use anybody that you're using this god-awful kid, Krisky, whose ERA is 20. Get him off the team. Get him out of the league. He's not good. <laughs> My God, it's so, so bad. So, it's just not good. And, you know, after the Yankees went 0-7, I mean, it was bad, you know. Toronto was able to go seven and three last week while we went three and seven, and Toronto's now a game behind us. While we went three and seven, Tampa went eight and two, and now they're five game, three and a half games ahead of us. It's not ideal. You would be hoping for a lot different results right now. I mean, Yankees are now one, three, four, five, sixth in the American League in positive run differential. There's only three teams below them. Um, they would be third in the NL. NL's not good. But, you know, the big thing with the Yankees, and Nick was talking to me about it beforehand, that they don't score runs. And the you look at their averages. Let's look at Friday's game, uh, Sunday's game. Our averages, the only people batting 300 or better are LeMayhew, Voigt, Frazier, and Eric Kratz. God. Everybody else is batting under 250 except for Talkman. Nobody is getting on base. Nobody. This is a very power-friendly team that you're only scoring runs with home runs. It's not ideal. It's very, very volatile. And it's going to cause you to lose a lot of games. I mean, listen, they only lost 13 games out of the... I mean, they played 32. They lost 13. It's not great. It's not, you know, terrible. But... It could be better. There's so many games they shouldn't have lost, but like the which game was it? The one Friday on the doubleheader when the Yankees were yep. up three-two and Chapman decided to blow a two-run home run, which caused the Mets to have a walk-off at Yankee Stadium. First time that's happened in MLB since at least 1899. Yeah, that's over 120 years ago. Thanks, Chapman. Mm. Yeah, who hit now, that one? Uh, Chapman's not even doing anything right Rosario now. hit a yeah, Rosario. seventh inning off Chapman. Out of all the players, Rosario. And now Chapman, he's, I mean, he hasn't pl- played much. I mean, what's his third game, maybe? Fourth game? 
ZRA is 27. That's not good at all, obviously. He's pitched three games, given up three runs, pitched a total of two innings. That's fantastic. So, yeah, this weekend wasn't good. I mean, we keep mentioning it. They got swept at home by the Mets for the first doubleheader. And, I mean, you can argue that, you know, these only seven-inning games, and it's a lot of BS, and I do agree with that. I want to see yeah, these nine-inning games. If those games went on a little longer, there would have been different games. So much could happen. So much could happen. So those games suck. Even the games against the Braves, I mean, they were somewhat close. I mean, they could have been closer, but it's just, yeah, two one and five one. Like the two one game, you put that seven innings on uh, nine innings, different story. Five one, I don't want to talk about it. But it was just bad for the Yankees. I mean, their first game against the Mets, they lost six to four. Um, they had eight hits. That's okay. I mean, I mean, it's okay. It's good for them. The next game, five hits. Next game, five hits. Next game, even though we seven. we won three games in a row this weekend against the Mets. You don't feel good about it. You don't really feel... I mean, yesterday was nice for them to actually come back and, and take those double the double header, but we aren't hitting at all. I mean, no. the only reason the Yankees went up 5-1 in yesterday's game is because Gary Sanchez hit a grand slam. Yeah, and, and he's fighting 134. Yeah, and before that, we had... We were... Actually, it, it was nice because... I mean, the majority of the, the first game was very slow. Nobody was hitting. Nobody was scoring. And that was... Who pitched the first game? Michael King pitched the first game. And he pitched very. He pitched a really good game. It was 1-1. The, the Yankees... Montgomery pitched the first game. When did uh, Michael King pitch on? Was that Saturday? Um, this is half. This is... Yeah, it looks like Saturday. Okay, my apologies. That's fine. So that was a game where the Yankees, you know, were battling back and forth between the Mets. And it came down to, like, the last couple of innings. And Aaron, Aaron Hicks hit that two. Well, that was when we were down 7-2. I'm sorry. I'm losing right now. We were down 7-2 yeah. in the seventh, seventh inning, which would technically be the ninth. In the seventh inning, we scored five runs. All unearned. Yeah, all unearned. Well, actually, two were earned because Aaron Hicks had a two-run home run over the fence to tie the game. And then in the final, in the bottom of the eighth, G.R. Rochelle came in, hit a little blooper into right field, single. Frazier scored, uh, Taubman scored from second base, and they barely reviewed it. Scored. Oh, barely. I thought he was out. Barely. I saw that. I thought he was out. I'm like, oh, shit, what are we doing? Actually, that was, that was yesterday because Saturday was when they had that weird walk-off game. These where... were both yesterday. It was a doubleheader. No, I'm saying that was the first game because yeah. the Saturday's game was when Edwin Diaz thought Dylan Batances threw yeah, the, the catcher. Pitch. Yeah, the wild pitch. When Aaron Kratz is trying to bun, and then Frazier ended up scoring. But yeah, this is like what I'm talking about. It's weird baseball. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not something you can bank on with like you know you can't believe in the Yankees right now that you win on a wild pitch, you win on a grand slam. And you win on a missing a tag by this much. It was very close. It was so close. It was... If it was literally anybody else running, I'd feel a little bit, you know, safer and, like, you know, happy about it. But Talkman's not the fastest. Setting him from second, it wasn't a... It was literally a baloop right between first base and right field. It, it was not more than 20 feet behind the first baseman. 
and to just think that you're going to make that 110 foot throw i think that you're going to beat 110 foot throw from second base doesn't make sense but it happened it worked and i get it, yankees were desperate so it it just worked out and was okay. Look, we we can talk about negative things all day long, but two positive things that went on this weekend in this series. Esteban Floriel came up, has major league debut and had his first major league hit. I love Floriel. I'm and so excited for Debbie him. Debbie Garcia came in and pitched the second game of the doubleheader yesterday. And holy crap, he did not disappoint in any way. He's the first Yankee pitcher since nineteen ninety two to go six innings, give up one run and strike out six or more players, and it is the second player since I think 19 I think it was like 32 for the Yankees to have your like your major league debut be that good. He was also the youngest Yankee to come up I believe since Phil Huge pitcher wise in Phil Huge that's like 15 years ago. Yeah that was 2005 I could be wrong about the day. I remember it was in the early 2000s but still Phil Hughes. Oh, Phil I Huge. loved Phil Hughes. He was awesome but, man. Yo Garcia is fan fucking tastic so far of what we've seen so well yeah but i there's been so much hype around this kid for three or four years and I, now i was so scared that he was gonna have a bad start and i i wouldn't have been you know upset if he did you know he's pitched twice i believe in the um the rising stars all-star game thing one game he gave up a run or two and the other game he i think struck out uh, i don't want to say struck out the side but he pitched very well like one inning no runs one or two strikeouts minimum. The kid's got electric stuff. I just recently found out his player comp is Pedro Martinez. That yeah. if that's, I mean, that's his ceiling. You're not going to be better than Pedro. Let's just be real. Um, well, that's why he was wearing number 45 on his belt yesterday, and people thought that he was wearing Garrett Cole's belt. But actually, today he said, they asked him about it, and he goes, "No, it's actually it's for uh, Pedro Martinez because he's one of my favorite players of who I." Idolize baseball. And they're very similar. They're both undersized pitchers who just throw gas. I mean, Garcia still has a long way to go. He's only 21. But if he can do what he did yesterday throughout his career, oh my God. I'm happy. So, there's, you know, the. What the hell am I trying to say? Something's the future. He's the future. The sky's the limit. There we go. Yeah, look, the Yankees clearly didn't, did not go after him with this trade deadline. And like oh, yeah. we were talking about last week, we were saying there's two possibilities of what they're going to do. They're going to go all in. They're going to go after Mike Clevenger. They're going to end up laying out an, a list of players to take. Or they're going to just get nobody and they're going to just have some faith in their organization, have some in their prospects with Garcia, Schmidt, uh, Floriel, as we've seen him come up over the weekend. So, And that's... We're going to get to that, but that's eventually what happened. Yeah. Is we just trusted our prospects. Yeah, if you listen to me on Monday's uh, Instagram Live MLB trade deadline, I went over it a lot with, you know, once I saw Mike Miner and Clevenger were gone, and especially once Starling Marte was traded. That was it. God. That was it. That was the, those are the only three players the Yankees were really connected to. There was, like, rumors about David Phelps, but he wound up in Philly. So, the only three players that the Yankees could have had interest in, they didn't get. And look, we're, we're happy about yeah, it. Yeah, look, it's 45 minutes after the trade line, the trade deadline ended. If Yankees would have last minute picked someone up, we would have heard about it already. Yeah, so they didn't make any moves. They, that's not to say they weren't in on anybody. They were in on Marte. They were in on Clevenger. They were in on Phelps. They but had they, they would have had to – here's the thing. They 
it's Brian Cashman. He's always talking to people at these meetings. Oh, yeah. But whenever he talks to people, they're always like, but what about Torres? What about Floreal? What about uh, Frazier? This and that. And Brian Cashman probably sat back and was like, do I really want to borrow Star and Mar- Marte for a season or Mike Clevenger and then accidentally give up future star players that could really help the team? Cashman's smart, though. I mean, look at the Paxton deal. Look at the um, the Sunny Gray deal. We gave up some of our top prospects. Or the Torres deal, too. Yeah, Torres. We gave up some top... Uh, no, not Torres deal. Well, yeah, because... No, because Torres, we gave up Chapman. Like, no. I'm looking at trades where we traded from our prospects, like our farm system. Mm-hmm. When we made those deals, we gave up top-end talent, and then they either didn't work out or they got hurt for the other team... And it's been a thing that Cashman has done for years. He trades these high-end prospects who all bust the second they're out of the... Or they just never reach their potential. And so far, it's worked out. And you will come right back at me. Tell me the Sonny Gray trade was a bad trade and the James Paxton trade was a bad trade. And I'll tell you, you're wrong. The Sonny Gray trade, look what he's doing now. He is insanely good for the Reds. And we gave him away for peanuts. He's... By far one of the better pitchers in the NL right now, and he could have been there for the Yankees, but because the Yankees are so analytically forward, it's a double end, it's a double-edged sword that they relied too heavily on their analytics, and they didn't let Gray pitch the way he could and the way he preferred. And I mean, you saw it when he pitched how he wanted to pitch; he was lights out. Yeah, and the when, playoff, he had a great playoff run, like yeah. with the Yankees one year. When you made him pitch how you wanted him to, it didn't work. When you said do this, this, and this, it well, that was work. also with um, was it Larry Rothschild? Was yeah, that was he? yeah, that was his fault too. Yeah, and, but then you look at um Paxton, he's another guy. Like, oh yeah, he was a bad trade. It's bad trade. He's always hurt. He's injury prone. Yeah, but when he's healthy, he's another amazing pitcher. The last two, the, the beginning of the season, injured, coming back off injury, his velocity is down, 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 down. His last two starts, ten strikeouts, twelve strikeouts, eleven strikeouts, whatever it was. That was great. It was there three pitches. If he could take them back, those are three home runs gone. He doesn't give up three runs both those games. No one hates him for the last two games. Unfortunately, he's hurt now. But, you know, it is what it is. But Cashman... Uh, check up to see what how everyone's doing on this injured list. Yeah, but Cashman really is a wizard. People try to tell me that he's a prospect hugger. He isn't even close to that. Um, he is very willing to trade prospects away. He just is only going to do it, though, if he gets what he wants. He's not going to give you Clint Frazier for starting Marte. He's not going to give you Clint oh, Frazier for Robbie Ray. It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. So, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it was very smart for them to not do anything. If they want to make a major trade, we'll hear it in the offseason when they, they might go after Arenado. Aaron Hicks is on the... D- this is updated. It says... Uh, Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's... It's, he's not on the I.L. I know, just, but still. Yeah. So, Nick just pulled up the I.L. real quick. Um, We're just going to do a little I.L. Yeah. update. Actually, looks a little bit shorter than I remember last week, but it's still long. Uh, so, apparently Aaron Hicks, he's on, on uh, the I.L. list. He's just a day-to-day status right now, which also is Giro Urshela. He's having a day-to-day because he had a bone spur. Mm. But I don't really think it's that serious because he's still been playing pretty well. Uh, Aaron Hicks is what? His... His calves... He got pulled out of uh, yesterday's second game. His average is a little bit better now. At least it's over 200. That's great, man. Aaron Judge is back on the IL again. Came back way too soon. He's on a 10-day DL. 
Paxson's on the uh, the DL, 10-day. So it's, okay, so Torres, Paxson, Britton, Stanton, Kyle, Higashioka. <laughs> it's so hard to pronounce his name. Uh, they're on the 10-day DL, and we got Tom McKinley and Severino out for the season, so we're not going to mention them. But, I mean, I, I remember I was telling you about the Torres thing where it said that he was out for three three to six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the end of the season. That is the end of the season. So, basically, our shortstop, as of now, for the rest of the season, Tyler is going to be maybe. between Ty- Tyler Wade and Jordy, was he Jordy Mercer. Yeah, What's Mercer. Guy's that guy's not good. <laughs> Jordy Mercer, which I don't understand where we got him from, which was the a tight. And I don't know why we got him, but whatever. At least we're adding some backup in the infield because you can't you can't rely on Estrada and 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 Listen, Tyler I, Wade. Wade and Estrada are both solid. They're both serviceable. I mean, Cashman's come out and said that if it wasn't for so how deep their um, um, their starters were. Estrada would be starting, and if it wasn't for how deep their Estrada's uh, good second base, though, I'll give him he that. Is, yeah. He's very good he, second base. Cashman's come out multiple times and said that Estrada's a starting second baseman on any team besides the Yankees. The Yankees just don't have room for him. Wade, he's you know he's a good utility guy, and it just sucks. Like nobody on the fucking team can hit. Like I said before, there's only three guys hitting 300 or higher: Frazier, Voit, and Mayhew. Voit is also on fire. What, he's got 12 home runs now? He's got 12 home runs. Yeah, it's insane. Like, he's hitting 367. Up over the last what? He's in 303. No, no. His batting average? It's 303. Oh, I read the wrong one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Still good, though. August, he had 10 home runs. Um, I hate how ESPN sets up its stats. It's ridiculous. So he's got 10 home runs last month. Um... 12 for the season, 24 RBIs, 30 hits. I mean, he's doing the best. on. The, he's a team MVP behind LeMahieu right now. He's just doing solid. And, you know, Frazier, he's matured. He's doing everything Yankees need him to do. They're still not playing him every day, which is stupid. But he had a great play uh, in the outfield over the weekend. Yeah. Where, uh, Robbie Cano hit one into the gap. So Frazier, we're booking it. Just full-blown dives, stops the ball from going into the gap, and ends up throwing it to second base to stop Cano from going to second. And it's funny because everyone's like, who? He's like, Cano's not going to run to second base anyway. He's so lazy out of the box. Yeah. I mean, he probably was, though, because that was going into the gap. Mm-hmm. But he he did stop a great play yeah. from happening. Frazier's getting better every day, and literally that's all he needed to do was play every day. You want him to get better defensively? Take your outfield coach, take your manager, take whoever the hell you need to. And sit with the kid for a whole weekend, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it takes, and you work on his basic outfield mechanics and help him figure out how you track a ball the right way. Well, how do you cut off a ball? Who do, who's your cutoff man? Like all the basics of it. Like literally start from scratch and rework him as an outfielder. Yeah. And then he's much. He, we don't need him to be a Gold Glove outfielder. We don't need that at all. Let him hit three hundred. Let him hit twenty five home runs. Let him just, you know, get on base and let him be a team leader, and it'll be amazing. So, oh, God, Jason Shreve, why'd you pull him off? Because I, I want to make sure, I want to see if that was actually him. <laughs> but yeah, he was on the Yankees last a couple years ago. Yeah. So, Yankees, um, there's only a month of football, uh, football baseball left, guys. There's only 27 more days. Um, we're going to quickly run through the next few games. The Yankees played 12 games against teams over 500. 
which isn't, you know, ideal. They don't really have... Yeah, that's true. I but mean, the other 17 games are one against the Mets, eight against Baltimore, three against Boston, and three against Miami. And, uh... Was that 10 against Toronto? What yeah, uh, three, six, ten. Yeah. yeah. Um... So things look good for the Yankees right now. Like I mean, they do have a sim a simple schedule, an easy yeah, schedule. Yeah, they have a simple schedule. But here's the thing: the Yankees aren't going to survive in the playoffs with the team that they have right now. No, I mean everyone needs to get healthy. And honestly, like, everyone's freaking out. Stanton, Torres, Paxton, Judge, and Britain will all be back by the playoffs. Even if Torres, they're all going to come back if they all stay healthy on the IL or get healthier on the IL. They're all going to come back within the same time. If Hicks. Like, um, to say Torres, it's three to four weeks. He's the full four weeks. He's out the rest of the season. That's fine. Get let him take his time, work his hamstring, give him gallons of water a day to drink, and he'll be okay. Same thing for Judge. They're not. They can't be drinking enough water. Like these are all like this is, soft it, tissue injuries. These are all like easy muscle they're injuries. They're just working out way too much too. But. Well, yeah, no. And the Yankees have told Judge in Stanton, like you guys work out and you lift two heavy weights, like stop, and they just don't listen. But there's hamstring, hamstring, quad, hamstring, calf. Like those are all you're dehydrating, you're pulling muscles. You need to drink more water. You need to stretch more. And I mean, listen, Judge and Stanton are always going to get hurt because they're just such massive men. Um. Paxton, I hope he's back in a couple days, but Britain should be back soon, but you don't want to... That's another thing. With hamstrings, you don't want to rush them, though, because you could do everything right, and it just doesn't heal properly. Torres, quad and hamstring, that's not ideal, but like I said, take the time, rehab properly, drink enough water, get enough electrolytes, eat enough protein so that your muscles can fully form and like, solidify and fix all the rips and tears... And they'll be okay. The Yankees need to completely rework, though, their training facility, their training staff, yeah. because this is absurd, all the soft tissue injuries that they're getting. This year and last year. Yeah. it's It makes no the sense. The thing with Torres is, even if he comes back, he he's just having a bad season. Yeah, he's bad. He's having a bad season. He's having a season. really bad season. And you know what? Let him take the month and fix his head, and the maybe only, he comes back and he's on fire. The only couple people who actually will come back and make it at this point, a difference on the team is Judge and Stanton because they actually start off really well. Judge, if Judge didn't get hurt, he would definitely, and kept playing the way he was, he definitely would be on track to become MVP of the season. Yeah. And Same thing, him and Stanton, if look, they didn't get hurt, they'd be battling for M AL MVP. Exactly, and Higgy, Higgy, oh, yeah, feedback, hold on Higashioka, I mean, he's nothing he doesn't make, special. He doesn't make a difference, but... really. He really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I mean, um, he's nothing special, but he's a competent backup. And, you know, with everybody hating Sanchez behind the plate, people do prefer him just for his defensive prowess. But, like, come on. I mean, Eric Kratz, Eric Kratz isn't doing that bad, though. He's 40. He's Yeah, but he did you not see him gun out someone from his knees the other day? Yeah, and then I saw someone try to say that, Stanton, um, Stanton, that um, Sanchez can't do that. And I attack them. Well, I've never seen. Your damn mind. I've never seen Sanchez actually throw from the knees, but Sanchez has a great arm behind the plate. Yes. Well, have you never seen? That's what he does. His rookie year, he came up, and the big thing he with has, him he was has a, he has a, a cat. He's got a rocket for an yeah. arm. And ESPN like did the whole sports science thing with him, from crouching to getting to his knees and just throwing the ball. It was like an insane like 
0.8 seconds or something like that. It would throw 96 miles an hour straight to second base and gun him out. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Barry Kratz, he's doing pretty good. He's an old man. He's, he's 40. Old. His knees are shot. He's going to have. He's gonna be the next one hurt. Yeah, but honestly, I admire his... Uh, Tenacity? Yeah, just the way that he's yeah. so excited around everyone now. Yeah, I admire. you know, I would be excited too if it was a 40-year-old dude playing with all these young guys and then yeah. he had World Series hopes. I'd be really excited. But this week we play Tampa. We're throwing out our best, and all that they've announced so far is... I'm going to have to go into glass now. I'm assuming that means that they're going to do another uh, reliever to start. Um, so tonight, this is Monday, we got Cole going against Cole. Gloss now. Yep. Tuesday, it's Tanaka versus T- TBD. Versus nobody. And then Wednesday, it will be Montgomery against TBD. Uh, we're sending Hap out again versus the Mets. the Mets. I'm not really too confident in that, but he did shut them down um, yesterday or the day before, whenever it was. He won, a, he won a long game. He won like six or seven innings. Yeah, he's the only other pitcher besides Cole to pitch seven innings for one game this year. Yeah. That's another that says a lot. Either the pitchers are getting pulled too early or they're not good enough to go seven innings. It's here's, ridiculous. Well, here's the thing though. So that game, Hap was doing pretty he was doing really good actually. He was shutting them out. He gets pulled the next inning out of Vino. Let's up a home run to tie the game. Yeah, I don't know what, what's going on with your boy, but I love Adovino, but yeah, he's. I don't know what's going on with him either. His ERA is not the best right now. Let's see when when did Hap last play? Uh, let's see if we can pull up the Yankees list of. Yeah, he won for yeah. His ERA is four two two, and his ERA at home this year is six seven six point seven five. Yeah, not ideal. Not ideal at all. Um, only 12 strikeouts. Um, he could be a lot better. He could be a lot better. He's 6'5". I didn't know that. I wish he was that tall. And he's th- I Yo, didn't know he was 34. I thought David Garcia was really short on the mound yesterday, yeah, right? He's 5'9". Yeah, he's only 5'9". I'm 5'10". I'm like, would I look that short on the mound? <laughs> I'm like, I was sitting there. I'm like, because I, I was watching the game. I'm like, he's really short. And then I looked up. I'm like, he's only f- how's he 5'9"? Yeah. Yo, if you look at him, though, like on the mound and you look at like early 2000s Pedro, they look the same. They oh, both yeah. have the black curly hairs sticking out under their, the back of their cap. They both have very similar pitching styles and all that stuff. It's awesome. So, I don't know. I, I really hope that, you know, he hits his ceiling and can be anything like um, anything like Pedro. Why are you looking at Bartolo Colon? Young Bartolo Colon. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> he kind of reminds me of young Bartolo Colon without the hair. I hope he doesn't turn into Bartolo Colon because Bartolo Colon's a fat ass. Yeah, big sexy though. He's a big sexy. He's forty five and he could still play baseball probably. Yeah, I think Mariano Rivera could actually still play baseball. That's a whole other discussion. Rivera only does throw one pitch and no one can hit it. Of course he can still play. Honestly, we we could probably use him right now as a starter. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think that's it for today, man. Uh, yeah, they, it was not really much to talk about. All all that went on in the past week was the Yankees kind of sucked, and the weekend they kind of redeemed themselves. And yeah. honestly, They're if hoping. they lose tonight with Cole on the mound, yeah. and then it's you know panic button time. You it's know. it's kind of uh, with the the last what about twenty to thirty games left. It's it's even though we're going against Baltimore, Toronto, and Boston. I mean Miami. Didn't we start off against Miami? No, no we started off against Washington. Sorry. Um, Miami's probably going to be an easy series. Boston's yeah. going to be an easy, easy series. Baltimore, 
Yeah, probably. But but if Toronto could get up on the Yankees and, and take a decent amount of those 10 games, the Yankees are screwed. Yeah, they're only one game behind and the Yankees right now. Here's my thing. I told you, and you disagreed with me, I don't think the Yankees are going to be winning the division this year. I think we're going to be behind by two games. And here's why I'm thinking that, because if we don't get our shit together in the next three days against Tampa, and Tampa takes at least two or three against us, which it's it's possible, we're in a, we're in a kind of a lot of trouble for the rest of the season, especially I don't, against... I don't agree with you, because I think it's way too early to decide how many games we're going to be behind. It's not that I disagree. I mean, I... If we get swept this weekend, this week by Tampa, we're not winning the division. It's no. that simple. It's our last three games against them. We're three and a half behind them. If we win these three games, we're a half game back and it changes everything. Toronto is the team I'm most worried about. Like Tampa, I don't care about. Toronto, I'm worried about because how, what do we do when we play them? We mean, haven't played them yet. Who? Toronto. Oh, we, 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 we have to- not played Toronto. Yeah, we haven't played Toronto wow. yet. They have a lot of young talent. They made three major trades to get three huge starting pitchers for them. And they're in it. They they are going for it this year. Everybody's trying to get in the shit. With this extended playoffs, yeah. everybody's trying to get in. And yeah. Prime example, Slam Diego Padres. Yeah. Who's so, picked up Clevenger. Yeah. So, you know, these 10 games against Toronto are going to be huge. We'll just see what happens with them. And then, I mean, we still have seven games against Baltimore. Um, Did you see my dumb comment on your video? I ignored half your comments. <laughs> I said Padres and A's World Series. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> Padres, I could see there. The A's, no. Um, Padres, I, I, I have a very strong feeling they could make, make a playoff. I had like a stroke for a second. Clearly. <laughs> Padres, I have in the back of my head as World Series contenders for the National League. I I really don't see anybody in the NL getting past the Dodgers. They're yeah. just too. They, oh well, yeah, the they Dodgers hit fifty-seven home runs, the most for a National League yeah, team. Yeah, Dodgers a are month. great. That's what happened. Oh, uh, then do they have the? They well, at least if the Dodgers year. go to the World Series this year and the Yankees are kicked out, like wearing my Dodger hat. Get off this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm looking for a new co-host. If you are a Yankee fan and don't <laughs> wear Dodger hats, let me know. You got it for a good deal. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's right, going to end today's discussion. Well, Wasn't a long show, but like we said, not really too much has happened in the past week besides, you know, the Yankees being okay and, you know, not picking anyone up at the trade deadline. So that's going to that's another stroke. You just talk. Just talk. To so us that's going to conclude today's episode. Tell everybody you know about us, your friends, your parents, your grandparents, your cousins, your third cousin once removed, that weird cousin with the weird thing on their eye that always talks to you about paper and all that weird stuff that they know about. Um, and, you know, if you have a crazy ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, tell them about us. We like a little bit crazy on the show. Um, that's it. I mean, we're all over social media. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Find us, add us, uh, Twitter. Uh, literally, just look up Lazap, Lazap Baseball. We are there. We are ready for whatever you want. Like, subscribe, share, leave some comments, ask some questions. You know, we'd love to interact with everybody. But that's it. So, until next week, we are out, guys. Have a good one. Peace.